All right, so moving right along, um, the topic for today, and like I said, the title of the segment is Ladies First. Um, and there's a couple different reasons why I chose to name it that segment, name the segment that. But I will say one main reason is I'm just big on women being ladies. Um, and I think ladies, the word, the term lady can be defined in multiple ways. But for me, it's an essence. It's a, it's a self thing. It's a self-based thing. It's a, you know, who you are, like the essence of you as a woman, you know, as a female. That feminine energy, that positive feminine energy, to me, that's kind of like what makes a lady, okay? So, I had a situation recently where it came up that someone that I know is doing a women's empowerment event. So, first of all, let me take it back. My sister in Christ, Ashley Porter, shout out to Virtuous Visionaries, Ashley Porter, um, is actually just recently went to Tampa. And she went to a women's conference. She's one of the panelists and speakers for the conference. I think it's like five or six of the ladies down there. And she has been there for a few days. And her message was girl code, okay? And I didn't get to really watch all of the videos that they were posted on their page. I'll have to go back so I won't really touch on the meat of her, you know, of her, her what she was speaking on. But I said, you know, it, it shows me that maybe God is trying to do something and shake up things um, as far as women in the earth in the world right now, um, because there's been a lot of conversation about partnerships and relationships and different things with females, but yet, I think on the flip side, there's still a lot of <laughs> other icky stuff that needs to be dealt with before we as women, especially yes, us as women of color, can get to that better side of things. So, one thing I thought about is that there's this common thing to do these women, empower women empowerment events. But I find that, and I'm sure some of you may agree, and I actually posted this on Facebook and someone did comment, so I will uh, respond to that comment um, here shortly. But the common thing is that we're doing these women empowerment events, but as the females and the women that are hosting these events, we're not, we're barely empowered ourselves, okay? So it's like you're doing a women's empowerment event, but you're barely empowering yourself. And then, you know, you have your own personal issues going on. And then I, I honestly feel like sometimes that gets lost and like your original intent gets lost in translation because the people who are spearheading these organizations, um, and when I tell you it's bad, um, because I feel like it's ministries, you know, it's women groups, it's, um, you know, it's Facebook groups, you know, it's book clubs, it's um, women's groups at, at a job place. It's so many different women this, female this. But a lot of times I just think that people walk away. I know me personally, I've walked away from these things feeling very unfulfilled, disappointed. And like, I, I really wish I had never even participated in the first place because sometimes you go to these things. I know for me, when I spend my time going to any event, I go with some type of expectation. And when that expectation is constantly thwarted by something different, you know, it's just, it's just very um, disheartening, you know? So I just want to charge those of you. I'm not trying to discourage anyone from doing whatever God has called you to do truly and whatever is on your heart and your spirit and your mind to do. 
But I will say this, for those of you who are doing women's empowerment events, really any type of empowerment event, but I'm talking specifically to the ladies right now, I would say, before you go playing in empowerment events, make sure that you empower yourself to be secure and not insecure. I would encourage you to be transparent, empower yourself to be transparent, empower yourself to be vulnerable. Um, I would encourage you to um, be genuine and authentic, you know, and supportive, like truly supportive, you know, because I feel like these are all qualities that will help improve the overall mission, I'll say, and goal of these events. I think some people, we all get used to doing certain things. I know me, myself, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be a writer, and oh, I'm this, and oh, I'm that. And we do these different things because it sounds good. But at some point, you're really faking, and um, it will start to show, you know? So I know for me, being a person who is in events in general, like I have hosted and planned my own events, I have helped others facilitate their events. And, um, you know, and I, so I've been on both sides of it. Um, I know for me, I want to set a good example. You know, um, I want to set a good stage for the events that I, you know, plan on planning. You know, I don't want to just be planning events and then just, you know, just to be able to say I'm planning events. But then, like I said, the people coming to the events are getting nothing. Especially when people are paying their money, you know, people get really antsy about different things when they're paying their money. Um, so, you know, I think there's something to be said about that. Um, so I know that there is. Um, so just to go back. So speaking of ministries, I won't name the church, but there is a popular church, I will say, in the Largo, Upper Marlboro area. And they have this program that's about 18 months long for ladies, for women. I myself was in that program before. And like I said, I came into the program with an expectation, you know, that it's gonna be a sisterhood. It's gonna be this friendship, female camaraderie, you know, because that's what I'm expecting to get in the house of God. Why? Because that's the spirit of the Lord, right? But unfortunately, I'll say in the beginning, it was nice as with anything, it's a honeymoon phase. But I'll say within the second session, mid-second session, by the third session, everybody took their masks off. <laughs> there I go Ashley's event again. Everybody took their mask off. The real people began to show face, show their colors. And you begin to see the clicks and the different things that weren't godly, okay? In nature, so nobody's perfect. But let's just be real, saints, and if this is convicting somebody, then maybe it's necessary. It is not godly for us to be um, non-inclusive, okay? Now, we might have people that we feel closer to, but the Spirit of God should be welcoming to everybody, even people who are not saved, you know, even people who have drug abuse or addiction issues or promiscuity or you know, teen, young people, teenagers, this may be a little rowdy, like whatever it is, different races, okay? The Spirit of God should not be non-conclusive, okay? You know, and, and, and um, isolate people. So, 
this particular thing, like I said, I saw different things in the group. I was disappointed that even when I went to my facilitators, they did not properly handle the situation, which I don't know. Maybe people don't know how to properly handle conflict, even in the body of Christ. But that could be a whole nother topic. We need to do better. Because when these different things happen, and it makes other people feel some type of way, you know, it really does just take away from what the original goal and attention and mission is of the situation. And I'm going to get back to that because there's a scripture for that. So I won't, you know, beat you all over the head with scriptures, but there's a scripture that brings home everything that I'm discussing right now when it comes to these women events and these events, like I said, and these different ministries and organizations are supposed to cater to a specific group of people and the mission gets lost and people that tend to fall away. And honestly, people of God, if you're listening, this really is a lot, a big portion as to why people leave churches <clears throat> or why people choose not to go back to churches. It all plays a part, okay? So we have to, you know, do better. So you know me, you all, I like to try to give some type of steps. So let me go back. So the Queen Esther, the, 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 pro, the program I'm talking about, <clears throat> the, the, for the Queens, you know, it actually, you know, someone that I know that I'm related to came to an event to kind of, it was like a precursor to get a feel for the ministry itself. And they were turned off even by the precursor to get on the ministry. So imagine if before people could even get to the ministry, people are being turned off by a Q&A session. That's a problem, you know. But again, I think that a lot of this stuff is, is, is deep-rooted. And I feel like this is a conversation that could go way past this episode. This might actually be one of the first YouTube videos that I do, especially to my women, my black women, my women of color. I just really want us to do better. But a lot of the points I'm going to touch on, I'm going to probably touch on those again and then just go into further elaboration. So I'll keep you all posted on that. Um, so, again, the word for the night, the topic of the segment, and the word for the, the what you call it, my little... Um, a drawing that I'm trying to do, my giveaway. It's ladies first, okay? It's the name of the segment, and then it's going to be the, the word for the night is ladies first. So she was, she was just taken aback by that. So it really saddened me, but it brought me to a few points. So one scripture that I want to go ahead and just mention is James 3.16. I'm reading the New International Version. It says, For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder in every evil practice. So again, it's James 3.16. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder in every evil practice. So really, basically, when you're in competition with someone, when you have the attitude that you want people to be great but not better than you, your insecurities, your bitterness, your anger, you know, your impatient, all these different things, can be rolled up into envy and selfish ambition one way or the other. And it says you find disorder. So if you walk into an event, a ministry, different things, and you feel like there's chaos, more than likely there's some envy and selfish ambition going on there. You know, and then it says in every evil practice. So, you know, in the workplaces, you all, again, this could be a whole nother topic. When you see different personalities, different things, different cutthroat situations, you know, um, gossip and all this different stuff, more than likely, there's some type of envy and selfish ambition going on there. I say all the time, really, we got to let the egos to the side. Trust me, I'm a Scorpio. You know, I try not to tote that too much anymore. But, you know, Scorpio, 
You know, I've been called an alpha female, all these different things. You know, my mother, you know, got a dominant personality. Trust me when I tell you, ego is a big deal for me. But when I, when I look at how many other egos are around me, honestly, I, sub, I try my best to submit and surrender minds to God and to the situation because I realize how counterproductive it is, not just for me, but for others that are around me. So listen, somebody got to be willing to take a back seat. Everybody can't walk around like, dee, 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 me, 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 me. And really, it, all it is is that there's little girls and little boys inside of us that still need love, attention, validation, all these different things that really only God can give us, you know. Or, you know, we got to go back to therapy and try to work that out. But we can't continue to put that on each other, right, because it's not going to work. Only God can fill us. So let me just move on to some steps. And trust me when I say everything that I'm talking about, Everything that I teach about or speak about on my show or in person, people that know me know I don't speak on things unless I, A, have experienced them myself, or B, you know, I've experienced them and maybe God has healed me and delivered me from them, but I'm always going to talk about myself first. You know, and if I don't know about it and I, and I don't know about it personally or haven't heard somebody close to me speak about something that I trust and I don't speak on it, period. I just don't. I don't feel like God has built me that way. Okay, so so the steps to help with you all, ladies, if you've been getting bad feedback or, you know, say some people that you used to hang with that all of a sudden they don't fell off from you and you don't really know why. Maybe it's your energy, you know, maybe it's how, you, how they see you move with other women. So I would say be good at examining yourself and um, you need to check your own motives. So when you're doing these female events, check your motives. If it's just to get money, if it's just to grow your brand, if it's just anything about benefiting the people that are coming to your event, you might want to revisit that, okay? Um, so I put on his self-accountability is a beautiful thing. It's beautiful and attractive. You know, be honest about yourself, you know? Because if you can be honest with yourself, good, bad, and ugly, then that'll help you be honest with God and other people. And trust me when I tell you, people don't like people that don't know how to hold themselves accountable. Even the people that don't know how to hold themselves accountable don't like the people that don't know how to hold themselves accountable. So at the end of the day, we all got to work on self-accountability, okay? Again, examining yourself. For example, um, there was one point, this, this feeling that I'm talking about, and a lot of women know, especially you black women if you're listening, you know when you walk in the room and the females are automatically sizing you up, they doing this, they doing that, immediately, just from walking in the room, just from walking past a certain place. They are immediately, everybody's eyeballing and sizing you up, okay? I get it all the time. I'm a tall woman, I'm a thick woman, so they definitely size me up, okay? So, you know, I get it, but I remember walking into rooms with other women, going to women empowerment events, like I'm speaking about, going to this brunch, that brunch, whatever, whatever, and I remember feeling so small and insignificant, you know, and I felt like I was like an outsider in my own skin. You know, like I couldn't even keep up. Like, what's going on, you know? Why do I feel like this? And I think I remember praying to God, yes, and I asked the Lord to help me. 
and to heal me, whatever he needed to do, because I didn't want to continue to feel this way. So what's crazy is that I felt that same, like a little girl or inferior or whatever, which I think is what a lot of women feel, and I think that's where the size of the next woman up come from, because I think really in the end, they feel small, they feel insecure, they feel like a lack of confidence. I actually had a woman in that class that I'm talking about tell me that she didn't like me. And it's not that she didn't like me, it's that she didn't like the fact that I was free and I was bold and I would speak up whenever I felt led to. And she didn't have that same, uh, that same, I guess, confidence of herself. So that made her jealous of me, you know, and angry with me. <clears throat> and I had no idea. So, but I had to pray for that. And what I realized and God showed me later on, and not immediately, later on, was really it was a lack of maturity. I needed to mature. Um, like I said, it was like a lot of us, we walk around as grown people, but we still have little boys and little girls on the inside of us that we never, that we're never shown love, that we're never shown certain things. And the more we can learn how to be comfortable with loving on that little boy and that little girl on the inside of us, it will make us better adults, I promise you. So God had to show me I had to mature, you know, he had to mature me. And little did I know it would come by way of a job opportunity where I was a manager. I was thrown into management. I had never been a manager before in my life. And I'm telling you, that was being in management and having to manage other younger children. And I said, I don't mean younger children as in real children. I mean other adults that act like children. <laughs> that has a way of maturing, humbling you and maturing you all at the same time. So I would say God used that experience and multiple other life experiences to just help me get to the other side of that. But I will say, another thing that helped me was, instead of continuing to say to God, God, make me like this, make me like that, give me tough skin, make me this person, make me like that person, make me like this, when I finally said, God, make me into the woman that you created me to be. Because it literally hit me one day while I was in my apartment praying and talking to God out loud like I normally would do. I said, God, if, if I am the person that you made me to be, then that means that I will be able to have everything that you created me to have. Why would you give me what I'm supposed to have if I'm not even the person that you put me here to be? That means that I'm not even living at my full potential. Why would you do that? So I had to say, God, make me into the person that you created me to be so that I can get everything and be everything that you called me to be. And that's where confidence comes from, you all. I'm telling you, that's where confidence comes from. So to be quite honest, I don't struggle a lot with insecurity and self-esteem issues. And it's not that I don't have them both. But what I do have more than that is confidence. I can now say that when I walk, when I talk, when I move, I'm moving from the place of that he created me to be. Now, do I fall off? Do I make mistakes? Do I operate out of the spirit or sin? Of course. And then in that case, I'm not operating like the person he created me to be. But in my most day-to-day, I try to make sure that I'm always checking in with God. And then that's where that confidence comes in from. Because then I know that where I go, what I do, who I talk to and interact and all that stuff, it's him. It's not me. So when you know that it's God operating in you and not you, you don't always feel like you have to be, quote unquote, your best self. Because you know that whatever you're lacking, God's Holy Spirit is going to make up the difference. Right? You know? So if you're spiritual, you know you can always pull on God. Right? So that's one thing. So again, examine yourself. Check your own motives. Be accountable for yourself. Be honest, brutally honest with yourself, God, and others. Um, Also, be the change that you seek. You know, I know a lot of times, you know, some women, and I probably have been guilty of this at some point, 
We complain about what's not right. We complain about what we don't like. We complain about how this chick is this way and this woman is that way. But what are you doing? You know, if you a person that's sitting up there gossiping about that woman, then you're not no better than that woman. You know, if you the person who don't like to give a compliment to another woman because you know it's going to make her, you know, you, you worry it's going to make her feel better and you don't feel good. But then you sit up there complaining because don't nobody give you no compliments. I mean, come on, <laughs> you know. The Bible says do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You want somebody to give you compliments, give some compliments, ladies. You know, you want somebody to not cut their eyes at you every time you walk in the room, stop cutting your eyes at everybody else. You want somebody to not talk bad about you and gossip about you behind your back and to see you for who you really are because you really are a great person, then take that same advice for yourself when it comes to you and others, okay? You know, like I'm telling you, that is part of my message, that is part of my ministry. Stop blaming other people for everything that you don't have, everything that you are, you're not. Listen. Yes, the world is messed up. Yes, the world does messed up things. And that doesn't mean that you're not supposed to speak up for yourself, stand up for yourself, and hold those people accountable. Or remove yourself from the situation. But again, those are your choices. No one says that you have to deal with it. You don't have to deal with friends that's throwing shade and not wanting to congratulate you and support you. You don't have to deal with that. Because guess what? The more you tolerate it, the more you become like them. You know, the Bible says, come out from among them. Sometimes you got to come out from among certain people so that you can be the change that you see. You know, I had to stop. I've gone through some lonely seasons because what I started to realize that the people that was around me was not about what I was trying to be about and that God was growing me to a different level or a different place in my life, then you got to let them go. Cut off the fat. Trim the fat. You got to. If that means you got to walk by yourself, you and God, for a minute, then hey, but guess what? They say that you are most like the closest people that you hang around. So be careful and study your group. So again, you want to be the change that you seek. Don't keep complaining about it and you're not trying to play your part in being better, okay? Another thing is work on your own self-esteem and confidence. And stop spending that energy hating on the next person. Like, honestly, y'all, God talked to me. The same way I'm talking to y'all, he talks to me. So I remember one time, it's going, y'all going to laugh, but... I was looking at Sierra, right, the singer, on TV. And I'm looking at her, y'all know she can dance, and she got flat stomach, and she's petite and skinny and pretty and all this different stuff. This is way before Russell Wilson and all that, but, you know, she on TV, she doing her thing. And I found myself feeling a little some type of way. That thing, Sierra, you know, she all, da, 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 and I could do that, and da, 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 da. And it's like immediately I heard God say, so why you want to use that energy for that again? What good is it doing you to sit up here obsessing about how good she danced and how good she looking, da, da, da. Why don't you take that energy and work on your own self? Hmm, excuse me. <laughs> you know, okay, Lord, all right, I hear you, right? So guess what? From now on, when I find myself about to go that route with anybody, any other woman that I'm trying to idolize, whether it be in business, whether it be in beauty, you know, again, look at yourself. Be honest with yourself. I had to say, ooh, Lexi, why are you hating on her? That's not cute. You know, and I have to check myself. I have to repent, ask God to forgive me, ask him to cleanse my heart, and try to do better with that. And to be quite honest, y'all, back to a point that I just made, what helps with that a lot of times is to give a woman a compliment. Think about it. You like how she look? Instead of just looking at her like, mm, she thinks she cute, why don't you just say, you are so pretty? You know, why don't you just go ahead? Because guess what also happens? You disarm that other woman 
who probably see you looking at her and probably want to fight you because she's like, why are you staring at me and mean mugging me, you know? And then that also keeps you from having envy in your heart because it's going to feel a little weird at first. It's going to feel a little insincere, um, you know, but guess what? As you do it, you get more and more comfortable with it. Guess what? People going to start to give that back to you. And then that's how you get positive reinforcement. That's how you encourage each other. That's how you get women who build one another up and not tear one another down. That's how you build that. But it has to start from somewhere, and it starts from us as the individuals, okay? So I think my last point for now is also God had to show me when I was struggling a lot in my relationships with women, which, you know, I've had some women recently, I'm not going to lie, who do not like me. And guess what? It's a couple that I just don't like either. One thing I've had to make peace about in this last season is that everybody's not going to like everybody. But I do believe that you could dislike somebody and still love them, you know, with the love of God. And do what my, what my parents used to say, feed them out of a long handled spoon. You know, what else can you do past that? But I will say, um, God had to show me that I had to work on the women, the relationships with the women that were directly around me. So, you know, in the call earlier on the segment, I mentioned bitterness and resentment and anger, you know, and those different things. A lot of times that stems from uh, some other place. That stems from mommy issues. That's, you know, which we always say men got mommy issues. But listen, women, myself included, we got mommy issues, too. Um, I know I was kind of close to my mother up until about 9, 10. As I became a preteen, I think this happened with most women. It got a little rocky. And it probably was rocky all the way up until, like, my mid-20s, if I'm being honest. You know, until I moved out of the house. It's <laughs> probably, you know, when it got better. That was probably, like, my early 20s, you know. Um, that's when it began to get better. So, you know, unfortunately, a lot of us have that issue. I'm not best friends with my mother. I wish I was. I don't even feel like my mother really knows the woman that I am. And because of that, it's hard for me to really know the woman that she is. But guess what? I, I try to respect her and love her anyway. And I've asked God to help me to make peace with those things so that I don't continue to trickle that down to the next woman, you know, that I meet or that I encounter, or even to my own daughters if I have kids. I also have nieces, you know? I don't want that to continue to overshadow my relationship with my nieces and stuff either, you know? So work on the female relationships that you have, your sisters, you know? If you're not at peace with your sisters, you know, ask God to help you to find a way to be cordial, to be at peace. Because I'm telling you, the our familial relationships, which if you notice, everything God has had me teaching on, it's almost like they build it and the messages are building on top of each other. I told all your family relationships matter. People want to say that your family relationships don't matter, but they do. Because honestly, your family, who you raised with, you have no control over how much time you spend with them, what happened in the household, you're just there existing. Those family relationships will begin to mirror your relationships with other people, I'm trying to tell you. So whatever you're not dealing with in those family relationships, more than likely will become baggage and strongholds and different things that you didn't take out into the world. And you're a little mixed bag of nuts, and you're trying to figure it out. You know, those issues with your daddy, whatever it is, you got to deal with those family relationships. So whether it's your sister, whether it's your auntie, whether it's your mother, whether it's the cousin that you beefing with, whatever the case may be, work on those relationships with women that are closest to you, your best friend, and maybe y'all fell out and you need to try to apologize and y'all need to work that out, patch that back up, whatever it is, try to work it out so that that will then continue to positively impact your relationships with other women, Okay. So, it's definitely levels to this. Um, I'm sure I haven't touched on everything. I'm open for any feedback, good or bad. 
any conversation, anything you feel like I could have added to this conversation that needs to be said, please let me know. But like I said, this is not going to be the final conversation I'm going to have. I have a couple people in mind that I want to reach out that um, between this month and the and Black History, and Black Women's Month and Happy Black History Month as well, you all. Um, but between now and um, Black Women's Month or Women's History Month that I'm going to reach out to about these different topics because it's got to be talked about. It's got to be discussed. I mean, I'm to the point where now I'm willing to have a, 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 a just an all-out ponderosa is what the chick Jackie calls it on Real Housewives of Atlanta. But seriously, get a bunch of black women in the room and talk about these things. What make you feel insecure? What make you feel jealous? What makes you feel inferior? You know, because really a lot of times, oh my gosh, y'all, I'm trying not to preach y'all, but listen, when you have the Spirit of God in you and certain gifts, there's no way you can get away from telling that truth sometimes. But the enemy's goal is to keep us divided, y'all. He feel like he's gaining and winning when he keep us divided. And I don't mean just as black women, I mean in women in general, I mean in this country, I mean in these races, because a lot of times when we get together, what we realize is that there really is some truth to the quote that says that there is no different races. There's one race and that's the human race. Oh my gosh, that is so true. Because what happens is you start to realize that you as a black woman got some of the same common issues as that white woman next to you. And she got some of the same issues in common with that Indian woman. And then that man over there, yeah, she got man problems too, white woman. You know, she got baby daddy issues too. I mean, so many different things, who knows? But if we don't have the conversations with one another, then we continue to be in the dark. We continue to believe the stereotypes and the hype of the media and the Kool-Aid that everything and everybody else is feeding us. Come on now, let's cancel that. You know, I have some events coming up this year. I'm supposed to be helping another black woman plan some events that she's trying to plan for business and different things. I look forward to it. But I refuse to keep signing myself up or even attending things where I know people's hearts is not right. Okay, two of the best events. I'm going to go ahead and do a quick plug and then I'm going to let you all go. Two of the best events I've ever gone to. One was by Ron Brown, Ronnie B. Some of you all may know her, girl CEO. She had an event at Nordstrom's. Great event. A lot of takeaways, giveaways, you know, made a couple connections. It was a great event. Another event I went to before that was by a young lady and her group is called Black Girls Do. Okay, another great event with a bunch of black women, you know, and and she's somebody I want to get on the show as well or, you know, some type of conversation with her because that, I mean, that was awesome. And that's the things that we need to see. That's the things that we need to work on. So, you know, I have a whole little article that I want to mention, um, blog post that I probably will put up about events, just event etiquette in general, especially for those who are just now getting into events. Just, you know, some pieces of advice, some things that I've had to learn myself the hard way. Like I said, as being a person who's hosted events and even as being an attendee, I feel like I can get both sides. But again, my focus tonight was on the women. I'm starting to do better. Again, check yourself if you want to try to have women events, women ministries, women's groups. Check yourself, please, because we don't need no more poison in these fields, in these realms, okay? Um, lastly, I'm going to leave you all with my wisdom trip. Um, and the wisdom trip, again, is just me giving you all a little bit of wisdom. Maybe sprinkle some word on there, you know, but just to kind of bring the point home. So you can't cheat the hustle. Y'all, I'm learning that you cannot cheat the hustle. The hustle knows how much time, energy, and effort you've put into it. I'm trying to tell you. 
So I feel like I've been able to do a little bit of this and do a little bit of that and everything. And it's required me to put uh, way more into it. And the word of God does say diligent hands real rule. So I'm like, okay, God. Clearly you saying, listen. And it also says study to show thyself approved, meaning you got to put that work in. It also says faith without works is dead. So a lot of us want a lot of things, myself included, but we don't want to put in the time, the energy, the commitment, make the sacrifices, go through people getting mad at us, not understanding us, feeling like we don't got time for them, this, that, and the other. But all of those are things that you have to make on the front end to get to where you're trying to be. So with me, time management, balancing my time and my money right now is pivotal. And so because of that, it's a lot of sacrifices I see I'm going to have to make. It's a lot of maneuvering. It's a lot more commitment and focus and drive that I'm about to have to implement. But I'm willing to do it because I know that this is God saying literally, like the Sierra song say, we like to sing, but truthfully, level up. We like to say level up because it sounds good. Like, oh, I'm moving up. I'm, I'm getting better. But how do you think you level up in life, in general? If you don't level up your mindset, <laughs> if you don't level up your time management skills, if you don't level up your investments into yourself, into your business, into your projects, whatever it is God is calling you to do, then how you think you're going to level up outwardly, it's not possible. All right, so that is my wisdom trip. I'm going to leave that for you all. Again, the code word for today is ladies first. If you want to get in on the competition, I have a gentleman by the name of Jeff. He is winning right now. Um, but I'm also going to follow back up with some other people who have been commenting on the page and try to get them in the competition and stuff as well. But I will have one winner by the end of this month, male or female, um, for, you know, just participating in the Lex in the City show running. So again, the words, ter terms is ladies first, all right? You can email that to lexandthecityshow at gmail.com, lexandthecityshow at gmail.com. Make sure you put ladies first in the headline. And then in the body, just tell me your name, send me some of your social media handles, and I'll be sure to contact you back as to what further you, how else you can get involved in the competition, because there's an entry for everything. So, you know, for liking the page on Facebook, following me on Twitter, you know, um, liking the, following the Instagram page, you know, there's a point for that. You know, I have a survey. If you complete the survey, you get a point for that. So get involved, get into the conversation. I'm probably going to do this type of giveaway from now, I said, until the end of the year. And there'll be different prizes every month. It may be some duplicate prizes throughout the year. I mean, we're only in February. But again, there'll be a male or female winner every single month for the rest of the year. I'm going to try to prevent people from winning back to back. So you can't win two months in a row. But you can win in the month of February and then again in the month of June. That's okay. But because it's all about who's supporting. So again, thank you so much for tuning in on another week of Lex in the City show. Again, if you would like to get in on the conversation, if you have something that you want to discuss, feel free to holler at your girl. Send an email to lexinthecityshow at gmail.com. Thanks so much. I love you. You all have a great week. God bless.